Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, October 24th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Election battles in Multnomah and Clackamas counties are heating up ahead of Election Day on November 8th. In Multnomah County, the contest between Sharon Myron and Jessica Vega-Peterson to become the next county chair has a last-minute twist. An independent campaign committee backed by real estate professionals and other downtown Portland interests reported spending nearly $180,000 on glossy mailers in support of Myron over the weekend. The mailers also support candidate Renee Gonzalez in his race to unseat Joanne Hardesty on the Portland City Council. The group is called Portland Accountability Pack, and because it didn't coordinate with Myron, it's not subject to the $500 cap on individual campaign contributions Multnomah County voters put into place in 2016. At a press conference Sunday, Vega Peterson lamented the infusion of outside money and influence, although her campaign benefited from independent expenditures from union groups in the May primary. Meanwhile, in Clackamas County, two seats pit incumbents against challengers in races that could reshape the balance of power in Clackamas, which has historically been more conservative than Multnomah County. Technically speaking, the Clackamas Commission is nonpartisan, just like Multnomah County's, but led by Republican Tootie Smith, the Clackamas Commission has pushed back against what its members sometimes refer to as Portland creep. For position two, Democrat Linda Ford is challenging incumbent Republican Paul Savas. And for position five, Republican Ben West wants to unseat Democrat Sonia Fisher. For more on those races, check out The Oregonian Oregon Live. School closures amid the pandemic held back children's learning in Oregon. And now we have fresh evidence of that. An overwhelming number of Oregon's third graders, including more than half of Black and Latino students, showed extremely low reading and writing skills at the end of the last school year. That's according to the first comprehensive scores since the pandemic's onset, released last month. In 2019, 29% of all third graders performed at the lowest level in reading on end-of-year standardized tests. This year, that number jumped to 37%. Among white students, the numbers rose from 23% to 29%. And among Black students, it increased from 47% to 56%. Latino students saw a similar slide. In 2019, 44% of Latino students performed at the bottom rung, and that number increased to 54% in 2022. Concerns about homelessness and public safety dominate voters' list of concerns in the lead-up to the midterm election. But two-thirds of Portland-area voters say tagging was a, quote, very big or quote, moderately big problem, according to a poll of 600 likely voters in Clackamas, Multnomah, and Washington counties commissioned by the Oregonian Oregon Live this month. The poll by DHM Research surveyed voters from October 5th to October 10th and has a margin of error of plus or minus four percentage points. Among only Portland voters, 61% of respondents called graffiti a, quote, very big or, quote, moderately big problem, compared with 83% of respondents who put litter in the same two categories. These results have a margin of error of plus or minus 5.7 percentage points. While graffiti comes nowhere near homelessness or crime as a top concern among Oregon voters ahead of Election Day, it is a very visible problem. Complaints to the city have doubled since 2020, and taggers are leaving bigger marks on taller buildings that require construction lifts to clean, documents from the city show. Portland police and prosecutors, meanwhile, have focused their attention almost exclusively on, quote, prolific taggers. 
Republicans in Portland, about 81%, were more likely than Democrats, 30%, to name graffiti as a, quote, very big problem. So were voters who said they backed Renee Gonzalez over incumbent Joanne Hardesty in the contest for Portland City Council. Halloween is a week away, and so you might want to plan a trip to Hillsboro. The historic Orenco grocery store in one of Hillsboro's oldest neighborhoods has reopened as a retail store selling Wiccan items, witchcraft supplies, and assorted oddities. A husband and wife team, both practicing Wiccans, purchased the combination store and residence in March, renovated the space over the summer, and opened their shop through the Vale on October 1st. Outside, a 12-foot skeleton greets visitors. Inside, shoppers will find oils, sages, animal skulls, candles, and crystals. If you check it out, be sure to avoid Mondays when the store is closed. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash hot support.